opening words this morning are from our colleague, Hannah Roberts Villeneuve. Before we get too tired of our families, of turkey, of traveling, of casseroles, and, and conflict, conflict, before we get too tired of all that, we pause here now. We pause to be together in all of our imperfections, our pettiness, our rage, and our fear. Yes, but also in all of our hope, our dreaming, and, and our, our love. We pause to attend with grateful hearts <clears throat> to that which sustains us, this earth, this time, this people, this, this community. community. In pausing here, now we are called to do as this gratitude commands, to honor those who have gone before, not with silent memory alone, but by, by carrying their work forward into something new. For in gathering, we glimpse the possible, the, the community in the making, the world coming into existence, the future that lies just beyond the, the horizon, horizon of today, of us, of our limited vision. We cannot know it, except in pieces, fragments that arrive unexpectedly, blessedly, <clears throat> without fanfare. So come, friends, strangers, all, all, and let this be a time to stop and take these shards of possibility and put them together into a mosaic none of us can claim as ours alone. To, to join your voices now in singing our song for the month of November, for our final Sunday of November, Morning Has Come, led by our chorus. Thank you. Welcome to the Washington Ethical Society. My name is Laura Solomon, and I'm the clergy intern here. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. 
I'm so glad you all are joining us this morning, whether you're here in the room or joining us on Facebook. Visitors and guests, we hope you got a blue name tag so that we can welcome you and answer any questions you might have. We love talking about why this community is so important to us, and we'd like to hear from you what you're looking for. We hope you'll join us after the platform service. There's a lot going on today. There'll be soup and quiche and all sorts of delicious food all over the place today, so please stay and join us. We also hope you'll consider sharing your email with us on the gold sheet found at the welcome table. You can drop that sheet in the collection basket as it passes later in the platform service. I want to invite you to check in on social media and then remind you to please silence your electronic devices so you can be fully present with us this morning. Could I have a few volunteers to read the statement of purpose this morning? Awesome. Why don't you all come? All of you. The Washington Ethical Society is a humanistic congregation that affirms the worth of every person. We strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. With, with faith, we, human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capacities. We joyfully celebrate together and support each other through life. We nurture, nurture a, a listen for reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. If you are new to our community of children and adults, we warmly invite you to join us as we work for a world where love and justice cross all borders. And each week we light a candle together, as many of you might do at home, at the dinner table or in your living room. Thank you. I'm just going to let them take over. Thank you, Marcella. As Marcella lights our candle, let's read our candle lighting words together. May we kindle within us the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. Thank you all very much. I'm gonna have them do that every week, I think. Each week we ring this chime in solidarity with people around the world. Today, we mark Transgender Day of Remembrance and hold in our heart all the lives lost due to hatred and bigotry. As we listen to the chime, let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us hold in our hearts all that hurts in the world.
and let us commit ourselves to all that calls for our work and our love. Those last moments of joy and laughter as our children did such a beautiful job. I'm going to just hand you the rest of the script, maybe, <laughs> we'll be set. And as we held in our hearts those lost to hatred and acts of violence, feel to me like the whole world in a few moments, paying attention to the beauty and the joy and also paying attention to the sadness and the loss and trying to hold them in our arms in this community. So this morning is a special morning. I always think of this particular Sunday as the start of the holiday season at West. And really, it, that's true in my family's life. You know, some people won't listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. We have things we won't do until after Stone Soup. That's our marker. And I love introducing new people to this tradition. So I am wondering if anybody here is new to Stone Soup. Is it anybody's first Stone Soup at West? Anyway, oh, yes, oh, <laughs> me too. So let's see, yours and yours, anybody else's, anyone else's, anyone? <laughs> so some people, it's your new, <laughs> oh, oh, I, I'm right over here. I wasn't, <laughs> thank, thank I you. wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Ding, there, you got it, it's the theme of the month. You're new to Stone Soup, Laura. Do you know the story at all? Well, I think I heard it a couple times. Oh, that's perfect. You can tell it then. <laughs> uh, uh, Great, go for it. I, I'm definitely going to need some help. Oh. Well, it's possible some of these people may be able to help you. Will you guys help me out? Excellent. <laughs> all right, I think I can do it then. The story starts with Three uh, bears, no, I think. what? Three bears. Laura, no, three bears? Well, it was, Were you even paying attention when you heard the story the first time? It was three something, wasn't it? I mean, come on, help me out. What was it? Three explorers. Three explorers. Three travelers. Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, Laura, <clears throat> I'm sorry, but I think you need a little more help than we realized. You might even need some travelers like three of them. I think that would be great. So I'm wondering if anybody is willing to be a traveler today. Raise your hand, especially if you're not singing in the youth chorus, which would make it difficult. Anybody willing to be a traveler? Anyone, anyone. Oh good, here's one traveler. I need a second traveler right back there in the back. Hands raised, come on. There's also one. Over and here was there a traveler that? over? Oh, perfect. Uh, that traveler may need some help. Could you go be a traveler buddy? So, so Caleb and Dylan, it looks like there may be a third traveler back there who just needs like assisted voyage. Yes, there we go. I think that's it. We have three travelers. There we go. Oh, fantastic. Really great job. Good job, Libby. Okay. Yeah, so, you're going to have to get down again, by the way, sorry, but stay right there for now. Good job. So these three travelers were traveling around, and they were looking for 
something. Go travel around. Travel around. Travel music. Travel. Here we go. Start looking, guys. See if you can find so anything. Traveling. Remember to help your assisted assisted need traveler. Perfect. What is it they were looking for? Can anybody help me? Does anybody know what they were looking for? Oh, they're looking for food. What else? Shelter. Anything else? Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Who doesn't need some good Wi-Fi? Okay, thank you so much to our travelers. Can you sit down for right now? Yes. Our travel. Oh, careful. A little bit of help. There we go. Yes, sit down. That's so perfect. Our travelers, the Motley crew, were indeed looking for something. They were searching. Now, I don't know if any of you have experienced searching and not being exactly sure what it is that you are looking for. Sometimes that happens to me with gift giving season. I'll have like ideas about what I want to get for somebody for the holidays and I'll have written it down months before and then obviously I'll have lost that piece of paper that I wrote it down on um, or perhaps lost the entire bullet journal where I was compiling all of the information I would need for the rest of my life in an indexed form. And so I'm searching for something that I know is perfect because I thought of it already and it was going to be perfect for the person, but I don't know what it is anymore. Has that ever happened to you? You lo are looking for something and already, Eleanor, huh? <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. Anybody else ever walked into a room only to discover you don't know why you are in that room anymore? And then I usually have to go back to the first room and look around. What here could have prompted me to move into the second room? And then I'll go back and forth. It's good for my Fitbit steps, but otherwise, sometimes, and you have a beautiful unicorn on your shirt. Sometimes we are searching for unicorns, elusive, <laughs> difficult to find, rare, possibly they don't even exist. And yet we continue, Kalea, this is more interactive than I anticipated this part. Kalea. Okay. So sometimes we are searching for a unicorn, elusive and rare, we're not sure it's really there, and our friend can help us and tell us where to look. Gettysburg, it turns out, is where the unicorns are. As we search through our lives, whether it's for the perfect gift or perhaps for the thing that helps us to feel whole or centered, which is usually not actually a gift, but instead a way of being, a relationship, it's very beautiful, Libby. A relationship, a necklace, more a relationship and community and friendship. We sometimes need each other to help us remember where to look or even what to look for. How to search for the real thing we need in our lives not just the sparkly item, but to regain the sparkle, perhaps, inside ourselves. Just like our travelers this morning and every year, we are searching for food and shelter, but even more for community and connection. Searching for love.
Amos el amor, we are looking for love. So back to our story with our travelers. Stay with your fellow traveler. Stay with Dylan. He's, he's going to help out. There you go. Uh, let's see. What comes next, Laura? Well, I think I might need my friends to help me again. Um, I think the, the travelers eventually come to something. Was it like a hotel or a school or what was it? A village. Oh. A village. Wow, you have really not been paying attention over all the years, but other folks are so quick on the answers that our witty repartee is um, not even needed. So they get to the village. <laughs> they get to the village and they find some villagers. There. Wait, we're going to need villagers. We definitely need villagers. We are going to need villagers. Yeah. Anybody want, who is not singing in youth chorus, put your hands down. Any villagers out there? Any villagers? I need even one villager. Well, oh, good, yes, yes, excellent. A villager, come on up, come on up. Okay. I'm totally not calling on you. And Okay, great. Here we go. Here, come be a villager. You can sit right over here. Here we go. Perfect. We have a villager. Excellent. Oh, good. You, you, that's perfect. So we, uh, we have a great villager. Yes. And the travelers come up to the villagers and ask them for shelter and food, for a place to stay, <laughs> and something to eat together. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing so great. Which really is like looking for community and love, isn't it? <laughs> the travelers went up to the villagers and asked, do you have some food to share? Can you guys ask? Say, do you have, some do you have food to share? <laughs> no, you don't have any money. Put your money away. You don't have any money. No money. So they, they ask for food, and the villagers all say, sure. No. Laura, it's definitely not what they say, at least not in our version. I think maybe my version was a little bit too hopeful. I mean, it's hard to just say yes right away when you're asked for something. Most of us need to think about it a little bit. I definitely do. Sometimes that's because I'm distracted and I have to focus on what's going on. Sometimes it's because I don't think I can give whatever is being asked. Usually because it's time for me to go do something. I don't have time to stop and, and listen because I'm already too busy. Now that I think about it, I do remember something like that for the villagers. Yes. They weren't ready to say yes. In fact, every one of them said no. I wonder what made it hard for them to say yes. Well, I think it was that they'd had a bad harvest that year. They were hungry and scared and thinking about all the work they had to do and all the things that had gone wrong like you're thinking about hard, bad things. Yeah. And so when the travelers went around asking for help, mm -hmm, the villagers just couldn't think of helping. They didn't even think they had anything that would help. They could only think about what they didn't have. I've heard that whatever we pay attention to, that's the thing that will grow. Mm. If we pay attention to our happiness, then we feel more of it. If we pay attention to our gratitude, then we'll feel that more. And if we pay attention to our problems, then they're going to feel bigger and harder. Have you ever been driving or riding your bike and you see something on the side of the road? 
if you're not paying attention to where you're going, pretty soon you're steering towards that thing that you're looking at. All of a sudden, that piece of trash, or if you're me, it's probably a cute dog you're paying attention to, that dog grabs your attention and becomes the most important thing. But the trash or the dog on the side of the road, that's not actually the most important thing. Keep your car or your bike on the road, that's what's most important. Our thoughts are kind of like this. If we don't pay attention to where we're driving, we might end up headed in places we don't want to be. And this becomes even more problematic when we think about the fact that our brains naturally focus on bad things. Evolutionarily, this made a lot of sense for us. There was a time when we had to be more attuned to threats or potential dangers in order to survive. Now, it mostly means that we focus on that one negative comment or the one negative thing that happened rather than attending to all the positive things that also happen and usually far outnumber the negative events. The good news is that with practice, we can literally change the way our brains work. When we, when we pay attention to good things on purpose, they become bigger or more important than our attention. When we do this over and over again, we can actually create new neural pathways that make it easier and more automatic in the future. I think of it like paths in the woods. These negative paths are really well-worn. They're easier to see and smoother to walk down, but these paths don't take us anywhere fun. They just lead to more negative thoughts and more negative feelings. They're easier to walk down though, so we usually take these paths out of habit. For most of us, the positive paths are kind of like deer trails. They're hard to see, there are lots of branches in the way, and probably some big plants with thorns. It's harder to walk down these paths, but it's so rewarding. Neural pathways of gratitude and positive thinking lead to more positive thinking and gratitude. These are the trails that have wildflowers, and they lead to waterfalls and gorgeous scenic views. Over time, when we walk the path of, of gratitude and paying attention to the good things, the path gets wider, and the branches get moved out of the way, and the thorns get cut back. Even though the paths are hard to walk at first, the more we choose them, the more we choose to pay attention to gratitude and the good things, the easier it becomes to walk down those paths in the future.
the villagers were focusing on scarcity, the travelers had a different idea, though. This is my favorite part of the story. Mine, too. The, tra the travelers told the villagers that they would make a different kind of soup, one that didn't require any vegetables or any food at all. They said they would make a soup entirely of bark. Laura, I think at this point you might be trolling us. Okay. Okay, so I really do know that it was soup made with stones, and the travelers each found a stone. Oh, I have some right here. Excellent. So the travelers each found a stone and asked for a soup pot. Oh, would you like to go get yours? Okay. Just yours, Lily. Your sister will be there. It was in the mud? Yes. Oh, phew. Okay. So we don't really want mud in the soup. I don't think. I don't think so. I think it was non-mud, but stone soup. And definitely no bark. Yes, correct. That's right. So they asked for stones, and they asked for a soup pot. Careful, it's really heavy. And a fire? And so a fire. They asked for a fire, too. They have to heat it up. Yeah, put it right in front of the... And in went the stone. Oh, it didn't turn on, the fire. We do have to turn on our fire. All right, but it's all right. It was a vichyssoise, a cold soup. Yes, I yes. believe that's correct. Totally. <clears throat> so let's see. How are the stones? Does it look like good soup yet? It's possible. Maybe there aren't really enough stones in there. Do you think? I wonder if there are any other stones that we could add to the soup. Does anybody else have a stone just by chance? carried with them today. Oh, really? Okay, would you like to bring up your stones? Yeah, I will now call on you. You may bring up your stones. Here we go, here we go. Oh, do you have a stone? Come on, Remy, put the stone in. Awesome, Alex, thank you, perfect. Any other stones? Stone? Do it, do it stone tell me, or no? No, oh, nope, nope, she's just cute. Okay, perfect. Oh, well, let's see. So, um, how did all of these stones make a delicious soup? Well, they didn't, at least not on their own. But they had a kind of magic, the magic of shifting the attention of those villagers. As the villagers peered into the soup pot, here's the soup pot. And as the travelers stirred and stirred, as time went on around the fire together, the villagers began, little by little by little, less of what they didn't have, less of what they were scared of or what they lacked, 
more of what they did have, more of what was good and beautiful around. And so when the travelers said, this stone soup smells amazing. So, yes, one of them maybe would, would say exactly that. Yeah, okay, it smells great. really good, they say. But it would be even better, one of them said. It would be even better if we had something else. And then the last traveler suggested it might be better with a carrot. Can you say a carrot? Bunny rabbits love carrots, love carrots so they, we definitely need carrots yes, for our definitely. soup. Totally. <laughs> I know this part. And then one of the villagers hearing that said, I have a carrot. In fact, many of the villagers hidden among the trees found that they had vegetables as well that they could bring into the stone soup. Let's see. I wonder if anybody had a carrot. <gasps> yes. Oh, we've got another carrot. Here comes a carrot. Those travelers put their carrots in the stone soup. The villagers, thanks. Those villagers put the carrots in the, what? Oh, do you have a different vegetable? Great, so some of the villagers and even travelers had potatoes. If you have a potato, please bring your potato up. Anybody else with a potato? Just that one traveler who traveled with the potato, they're root vegetables, so they kept really well. Travels well. Absolutely. Yeah, that was smart, actually. Why would you travel with no food supplies? Come on, guys. <laughs> Thank goodness that the littlest traveler indeed brought a potato with her. Perfect. Thank goodness. That is great. Now, some of the villagers had some onions. Any villagers with onions, bring it up, because that really makes the soup flavorful. Excellent. What else is really good for flavor, Laura? Hmm. Beets? beets? There are no beets in this soup, Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kalea. I like to put garlic in things for flavor. I wonder if any villagers have any garlic. <gasps> Amazing. Oh, thank goodness, this is really gonna be delicious. Carrot, potato, garlic, and onion. I would eat that. Excellent. You have mushrooms too? Oh, that's great. No, sometimes, sometimes people do have mushrooms and they put it in soup or pretend, that's perfect, thank you so much. A pretend mushroom. She's such a convincing traveler. I'd give her all my vegetables. <laughs> Any other vegetables that didn't get, no. Oh, oh. Peppers. Um, peppers? Yes. Oh, yes. Peppers, we need a little something green or red or red and in the soup. Yes. And then what about, we do need something green. Any green vegetables like maybe broccoli and a pretend one too. 
and the broccoli. Oh, yes, Alex, bring it up for our soup. Thank you, Villager Alex. Oh, great. I think that's all the vegetables that they would need in that soup, honestly. Well, this is amazing. <clears throat> the story I heard didn't have quite so many vegetables. Up there, 10 strawberry. Wow. You know, Laura, we like to do everything just a little bit extra at West. <laughs> I've noticed. I've noticed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping we're going to eat this soup. We are. Actually, we had better get these vegetables and, of course, the magic attention-shifting stones down to the cooks. Could I have two strong volunteers that are not singing in children's chorus <laughs> to carry this soup out? And, oh, look at these strong... And they color-coordinated their outfits. <laughs> Fantastic. Our pot volunteers taking that stone soup out to the kitchen so that our um, cooks can prepare it for us for later. And let's give our villager and our travelers a hand. Such a great job. Thank you so much. You may go down to your seats. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. And the fire didn't really just move that. You know, I do really love that story. I wish I remembered it all the time. It's easy for me to focus on the hard things and to forget about the good things. I think that is true for a lot of us. In fact, I thought it might help us to have a reminder. And so there are two takeaways today that you could bring with you, like stone soup party favors. One are the little buttons that you might see folks wearing that you can pick up at the welcome table. They were designed by a West teen, Asher Nam, and Asher's gonna be designing one for each of our festivals this year so you can collect all five over the course of the year. I love it. <laughs> the other thing that we'll have at the tables at our Stone Soup lunch or available to pick up now as you have quiche and pie after platform are some beautiful river rocks. And what we hope is that if you choose to take a rock with you, that you might place it on your desk or your dresser, anywhere that you can look at it and remember to pay attention to the good and beautiful things in your life. I know that for me, having that reminder, that rock held in my hand, the feel of the smooth, cold stone, reminds me of all I have to be grateful for and all I have to share.
this is the time in our platform when we 